You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. I'm one for going to a nice, like, beachside, you know, getaway, maybe down south. You know, as a Midwestern boy, I'm not adverse to flying down south and taking advantage of better weather than I get where I'm at. Uh, But I don't know if I'd want to go to this specific island that we see in today's movie, Off Season. Here to discuss beach and uh, vacation topics are Luane. Hey, how's it going? Jordan. Fun fact, I've never actually been to a beach ever. Jordan, come on. Like not even like like a lake beach? No. All right. I grew up with two fucking very stingent penny pincher accountants as my parents. And we didn't exactly have a luxury of going on a regular vacation. And I'm in southwest fucking Arkansas. Oh, there's no lakes in Arkansas? No, there are lakes. There's no like beach lakes and shit. There's fish in lakes. <laughs> we need to change that, Jordan. Also uh, with us today is Melina. Hello. And yeah, I'm going to say right off the bat, take all the horror elements out of this. You find me an island where there's one way on, one way off. I'm like, that's just that's just my claustrophobia waiting to kick in at any moment. So pass. And the only way out is guarded by the killer of Batman's parents. That's f- <laughs> that's who that was. He's yeah. guarded by the Night King. <laughs> That was Joe Chill from Batman Begins. <laughs> the movie uh, off season. It's uh, going to be on Shutter, and I think overall it's all right. It's a story of this woman Maria. She gets a call from a caretaker of her mom's grave at this island, and we find out that the mom didn't really want to be buried on this island, but the will was written that way. So you know, there we go. So she goes to visit her mom's grave and she finds it destroyed and tries to find a caretaker. And basically it just goes sideways from there. It's a builder. It's definitely a a slow crescendo to the end. So if you don't like the slow burner films, you're probably not going to like this one. One significant precursor that showed, oh, this movie might be a bit slow. Joe Swanberg's in it. Uh, (laughs) I saw that too. (laughs) Yeah, so I just thought, okay, so how mumblecore are we about to get? Nothing against mumblecore. I got several filmmaker friends doing that. But, I mean, the movie's very pretty. I have to say right off the bat, the movie is gorgeous. You get a haunting... If you're thinking, oh, horror movie haunting around a beach, you know, setting, it's like, okay, yeah, it is... Of course, going to be beautiful. They make the very dark blue tones work. I mean, I haven't seen Ozark yet, so I'm pretty sure this movie might have taken some cues from it. Mm, I could see that. And at first, 
I was kind of sucked in because it was a bit engaging around this mystery. But then, as it went on, it got much less interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd say an- another precursor to what you were talking about, Chad. Um, I actually... I, I kind of enjoyed the the opening of this. We kind of get we get this creepy monologue from the the woman's mother. I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head, who's basically staring down the camera the entire time as she's talking about how, you know, the nightmares, they never leave you. Melorna Walters is the actress. Thank you. Yeah. And I will say that if there is a moment in this movie that actually raised my temperature, it's it's how that scene ends and how it transitions to the island itself. But yeah, so I was I was interested. I was like, oh, let's see where this goes. And I was kind of engaged for the first uh, probably eight minutes until they actually until they get to the moment where they they meet up with uh, Richard Brake on the I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Richard Brake, who tells them, hey, sorry, we're closed. This island is closed for the season. The drawbridge is going to be up tomorrow. All the tourists are out of here. You can't go. And. You'd think at that moment, well, maybe we should just cut our losses and wait to deal with this until next (laughs) spring, (laughs) because there's honestly nothing about this that warrants having to deal with that kind of time crunch, you know, take the supernatural aspects out of it. And that was where they lost me because they're like, oh, no, 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 we're going. We absolutely are going. I'm like... Already, I'm like, Do you know how expensive gas is right now? We've already spent it. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. And also, Malia, you need to factor this into the equation. These are white people in a horror movie. Even, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even so, I was like, I even wrote that in my notes. I'm like, I get y'all are white people in a horror movie, but you got to have some level of self-reservation. Here's the thing. So it's off season, right? So, yeah, it's a beach and everything, but everything looks fucking cold, like really cold. Like they amped up the blue in the filter on this to make sure you oh, knew totally it did. was cold. Oh, yeah. And so it's off season. Great. So the only people left are the handful of locals who haven't left yet. Oh, gee, a bunch of hillbilly locals who are going to be enjoying making fun of the visiting people. And there's a point where I'm like, you know what? Mom's dead. Her stone is tipped over, broken, vandalized. Mom doesn't care. <laughs> if I don't care, right. I'm not staying here in Deliveranceville with these people. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, of course, they end up trapped there because, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's the point of the movie is they end up trapped there and then they have to deal with what's happening after that point. Um, Major flaw having only one bridge that goes in and out of this island. Sure. Yeah, but, which I guess that that's probably a thing somewhere, but... It, it is, yeah. like, uh, in Wisconsin, we have uh, Mackinac Island, where you can only get on by a boat, and then they don't allow... Uh, or there's Door County, too. They don't allow cars on the island, too. It's so secluded. And again, Ooh, to okay. be fair, the bridge is being guarded by that creepy pedal soldier from the Doom movie, so I get not <laughs> wanting to deal with him, either going in or out. Like it's I I don't want to deal with that guy. He he's just creepy. I don't know. I feel like thirty percent of the budget was spent on hazers. Right? Yes. Oh god. The <laughs> fog. And like that's fine. Like it, it 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 works because you're on an island and because it is cold, you know. Sure. Those settings are damp. And it, it reminded me of John Carpenter's fog. Like there's a yeah. shit ton of fog in that too. But it just it felt like they literally had the fogger next to the lens all the time just pushing out pushing out 
This reminded me of the shitty remake of The Fog. That's what I was going to say. It actually reminds me more of the remake. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because they literally have guys with foggers like running along with the cameras. In, yeah. If you and, see the behind the scenes stuff. And I actually had to review that for my school paper, that remake. I had to fucking pay for my own ticket. Which probably also tells you something about this movie that we've shifted to Carpenter's Fog and then to the terrible remake that we all hate and have continued talking about that. I did actually quite like Jocelyn Donahue as the main character. I thought sure. she she honestly did have a very good performance. She was very convincing and you really are put into her shoes of... Oh my god, what the fuck is going on? This is unraveling. And, you know, as you learn more about her mother and the mystery of it all, it just... It's like, she's the one thing that's keeping me interested so soon after, like, yeah, that first act, where yeah, that's the best part of the movie, is this whole first act. And, well, I will say, mercifully, this movie is only 83 minutes, so it'll be like, over before you know it oh man i mean i don't want to i don't want to like just come right out and say i disagree but uh i thought that jocelyn donahue she was putting me to sleep through through most of this film i don't think she's a, a bad actor i've not really seen her in a ton of stuff the things i have seen her in like dr sleep she had an a, a very almost imperceptibly small role here watching it i'm like she i don't think is ready to carry a film yet I think her performance is very one note, which and that note is a combination of mildly confused and bored was what I was getting from her. There's a scene early on. And again, this is not spoiling anything. And this it's stuff like this that was taking me out pretty much throughout through the entirety of it. She gets separated from her boyfriend after they're supposed to meet the caretaker of the cemetery. And she ends up going into this wooded area and immediately starts hearing voices. And not five seconds later, you get this ambush of these hollow-eyed zombie-looking people just staring at her. And sure, she runs away. And then the next time you see she meets up with her boyfriend, you'd think that any person would be in pure panic mode right there. Like, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We need to get out of here. This is, this is, something's wrong. We, we cannot be here. And instead, she's just kind of like, hey, where were you? Did you find the guy? I'm like, did you just forget what happened to you? I didn't wonder this as much with this one, because if you've ever seen any other horror movie, you kind of have an idea what's coming. But I did spend a little bit of time with the, is she crazy or is there a creature? Like that thing that you do with some horror movies, like, do they actually, are they actually seeing this stuff? Or is it, you know, because they talk about her mom and, and the the onset of dementia and stuff like that. So they do that in movies often, like if they're going to lay the groundwork for whether or not her perception might be off or the line that somebody will drop, not in this film, but in others where it's like, have you taken your medicine today? That type of crap. So I was right. kind of waiting for that to be the resolution to this because of the the very things you're talking about, where all of a sudden there's these things she's interacting with, but they're not really threatening, but they are really. And then it gets further along. I'm like, oh, no. OK, this definitely confirms that this is what it is. But if you've ever seen a horror movie in which someone has ever gone to a semi-secluded place and had to interact with locals that are less than helpful, you kind of know what you're getting. And it just ends up being, are the locals going to kill them or is there something else? And I could deal with that if at that point that you're talking about, they were already stuck there and had no choice but to stay. But I'm like, it's still, it's well into this that I'm like, the option for you to leave is still there. And you should have taken it like 30 minutes ago at this point. There really is no reason even allowing for horror movie rules 
for you to still be here. No one with self-preservation at this point would think it's worth being here, regardless of whether these locals are out for our blood or not. We are at an extreme time crunch, and this is just not worth going on this. It's not worth going on this Scooby-Doo mystery. Yeah, it would make more sense if, like, the mom was missing and we knew she was mm-hmm. on the island somewhere. Like, those would be higher stakes than an already dead mom, her grave got vandalized. Who gives a shit? No offense, mom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that you now that you said that, it because they talk about her mom's gradual diminished capacity. What if they get a call from the wherever she's staying? They're like, your mom disappeared. We don't know yeah, where she yeah, went. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, she tracks her to the island and then things happen. Yeah, I'd be kind of unhappy about, like, somebody vandalizing my parents' graves, I suppose. But, like... Save it for the summertime. Yeah. (laughs) The place is closing up. It's cold and terrible. And, you know, mom's not going to get any better. So (laughs) maybe deal with this when there are actually people on the island who could do something about it anyway. This movie's uh, split up uh, with chapter headings. I think Mm -hmm. it's six chapters. Including an epilogue? <laughs> yeah. Not yes. including the epilogue. Was it necessary? No. no. I, I feel like if it if it did big jumps in time or like changed locations, yeah. like that would make sense. But yes, then that would be necessary. Here, didn't fucking need it. It was yes. unneeded. It telegraphs what's coming up, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was just added in to make this film feel important or to just suddenly grab anyone who has lost interest, which certainly was me. But <laughs> every time a chapter screen just came on, I was just like, why is this fucking here? Listen, the producer was like, look, it's 82 minutes. We need it to be 83 minutes. Right. So we're going to add <laughs> chapter headings. They didn't even tonally match what was going on. They're all like very ornate. They look like an old silent film title card. And then it's like, I don't want to spoil anything, but the more that it goes along, the more stylistic that they get with the with the captions. And there's one towards the end that doesn't even make any sense. Like it's chapter six, heaven. And you see these these upside down crucifixes, which I'm like, I don't even want to say what the supernatural, if there is truly one here, if there is a supernatural element. But it's certainly not a Christian deity that they're teasing here. These chapter titles very much do feel slapdashed and added in at the last minute just to pad this movie out. I appreciated, honestly, the cinematography, the lead performance, and like I said, especially that first act, especially the incident that happens to trap them on the island. I actually thought that was well filmed and nicely done in this uh, claustrophobic sort of feeling. Honestly, that really kind of plays with your head. Everything else, no, I don't care. I'm really having a hard time recalling anything else about this movie. I'm probably going to forget it until it's posted here. (laughs) I honestly believe. And yeah, the chapter titles mean jack shit. They don't add anything. And yeah, they don't match what happens after. They don't match the tone of this movie. There are much better movies you can watch. I'm just going to give this five envelopes full of money. I'll just hand to fucking Joe Chill to be like, no, you get me the fuck out of here right now. 
it looks good. It sounds good. It's got some creepy visuals. Um, if you've ever read any of Stephen King's short fiction or any of Lovecraft's short fiction, you kind of know what you're getting into with the isolated locals story thing. It's fine. I wouldn't mind seeing what else this production team does. I think that I like to see a different script though. Um, so in the end, it's two and a half out of five drawbridges. I've heard the words all right and fine come out of both of your mouths. And I think for that, you guys should be on the poster. That is the most positive praise I've heard given to this damn thing. Um, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I actually kind of, I actually kind of hated this film. I passed that first few minutes. I was like, okay, you've kind of already lost me on any logical level. I'm willing to go with it. If you can at least deliver on the creep factor. And I don't think this even comes close. What we get here, I think, is one of the most paper-thin, milk-toast mysteries I could have possibly imagined. And I don't mind a slow burn if I feel like it actually builds somewhere. This just feels like it just kind of ends. They're like, yeah, no, we didn't actually have anything that we were leading toward. We just wanted to give you some creepy imagery and confuse you along the way. At least that's what I like to imagine that they wanted to do. But they couldn't even do that right. I thought that the performances were, they ranged from just sleep inducing to just for goddamn ridiculous. Richard Brake is, he's basically chewing up the scenery and spitting it right at the camera. Um, and God bless him. Someone needed to try it. If you want to watch a film set on a creepy, isolated island with scary, shifty locals who may or may not have some pact going with a demon, I highly recommend going and watching Scooby-Doo Zombie Island because that is a hell of a lot freakier than this. That is not even a backhanded compliment. That movie's awesome. Go watch that. Um, I'm going to give That's this cinema. Yeah, it is. Unlike this piece of shit, I'm going to give this two out of 10 Kmart Cthulhu's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not even dollar general. Okay? <laughs> For the sake of alliteration. I don't think it's great, but I, I always have like, my thresholds for different genres of movies vary, you know, and horror is always like, there's a very low bar you got to cross for it to be at least for me to finish and watch it. I think what took me out more than anything was the sound design. They did a lot of those reverse uh, hits where it's like a, you know, and it'll like sharply hit. Oh, yeah, they kept doing that. Man, they did it all the time. And it wasn't accenting the right point in some places. And I just felt like they leaned on it just to give you a tingle when there really wasn't anything visual like that on the screen. So, look, they had that free sample they got off of (laughs) Shutterstock. They had to use it. For real, some of the effects I have in my own library. So, like, they're not expensive effects. Either way, I still enjoyed it. Like, it tried. I see myself, the more and more I'm making, like, low-budget horror movies, I'm getting more lenient on the ones that I watch. Because I'm like, you know, at some point I might be at this point, and it's probably not going to be the best thing ever. But I try to find the good even in the worst, even though this is Melina's most hated movie she's ever seen in her life. So, <laughs> oh, oh, man, if only that were true. <laughs> uh, I don't know, five and a half out of ten sandy buttholes from sitting on the beach all day. 
or sorry, not buttholes. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten in my butthole, but definitely in the crack. You know what I mean? When it gets up there and then you take a shower and you're like, how Sandy did I cheeks. get so much? In? Yeah, exactly. 